Hey everyone, welcome to our Young Adults Podcast, Adultish. Hey everyone, welcome back to our Young Adults Podcast, Adultish. We're so excited that you guys are tuning in. And listen, we want you guys to share this if you enjoy it. Make sure you share it with a friend and share the love, right? Today... I have two amazing guests I'm going to introduce, but beforehand, my name is Gabby. We don't know each other yet. I get to serve as one of your young adult directors here, specifically at the Palmetto Bay campus. Super excited to tune in today. Today is really special for me specifically. I'm joined by two friends, two people that I love. Super excited that we get to have this conversation and just share it with you all. So I want them to introduce themselves. Bern, you want to start us off? Yes. Hi, I'm Bernadette Todd. And I am the campus director for small groups here at the Palmetto Bay campus. And I am Jeff Todd, and I help Bernadette in small groups. I'm one of the directors also here for um, small groups at the Palmetto Bay campus. So if you're here at Palmetto Bay, you've probably seen them around. Um, If you're at one of our other campuses, they're gems if you ever see them around. Make sure you come up and say hi. But we're going to talk about love today. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So in light of that, just a little quick thing. You guys are married. You guys, they're married. They're a beautiful couple. I want you guys to share your favorite memory of each other. Let's start off sentimental today. Favorite memory. Gosh, that's so hard. Oh, I got one. There's so many, right? So many. (laughs) I got one. You want me to go go first? first. Okay, we're talking about love, right? But love does come with challenges. So our first uh, fight, because everyone fights, right? What? <laughs> I like <laughs> so where this is going. So let's get off right to the bat. Yes. Let's yeah. go. Please right. do. So um, Bernadette, it's very hard to get her mad, right? But one day I accomplished it. Yes. And she got really mad. She started chasing me around the house in her wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. She was chasing me around the house, moving furniture. I was running. And so I jumped up on the kitchen cabinet, right? Uh-huh. And then that wasn't too smart because she pinned me in. There, so we had to talk whatever we were talking about. I can about. just visually see this playing out in my head. I love it. <laughs> and that's your best memory. <laughs> that's a fun memory. Yeah. That's a fun memory. I love it. Oh, How about you, Bern? My favorite memory was it was our 10-year anniversary, and um, we didn't have a lot of money or anything. We couldn't go away and... Or, but I wanted it to be special. So I went to neighbors who I, I wasn't that close with. And I'm like, guys, we're going out to dinner. Take the key out of my backpack. You go into the house and put, decorate, put candles, put balloons. Mm-hmm. And just like, hope it turned out good. And it came, when we came home, um, I loved just seeing Jeff's face. Because he was shocked. I really wish I would have thought of a romantic one now. He was shocked. <laughs> I think it just shows yeah. how differently we're wired, right? Yes. Like, you I, came with the funny. I was shocked. She line. she almost burned the room down with candles, but it was awesome. It was it was hot. Is any marriage complete without like a scare that you nearly burned down your house? Like I think that's just part of marriage. Like that is a checkbox that we all need to come across, but. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Like, I I say that, I ask you guys that because I also want you guys to share a little bit more, like, about your marriage, about your relationship. Can you share with us, like, a little bit about how you guys met and how you guys came into your marriage, how you got there? Well, um, 
we met on Miami Day Community College campus. Jeff opened the door for me because no one else would. I was just sitting there rude and kids, people were just <laughs> passing me by. And he just comes up, this wonderfully gorgeous man. Oh. And he took the books off my lap and he just says, can I help you? And he opened the door and he fixed a desk and oh my goodness, he sat next to me. And I literally went home and I told my mom, I just met the man I'm gonna marry. Wow, yeah, from I, the beginning. From the beginning. I, I just felt, you know, when you're in a wheelchair, many people treat you different or, or they don't see you. And I believe that was the first time that someone of the opposite sex had paid attention to really care about not what, you know, what was easy for him or he cared about what I needed and what was important for me. So yeah. I thought, this must be the one that the Lord has. <laughs> and on my side, and yeah. like, and like uh, for the guys, like, because some people might be thinking, wow, you know, you married somebody in a wheelchair, right? So on my side, it was, I had just dedicated my uh, life to the Lord fully about uh, nine months before. And I said to the Lord, I stopped dating and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, because of failed relationships, I was trying to do things in my own way, my own strength. Mm -hmm. And I said to the Lord, you created the universe, God. Um, you have, surely you have someone for me, but I'm going to serve you until you bring that person. And I just completely stopped dating. And so I, I didn't have a preconceived of God, who God was gonna bring. So when I met Bernadette, I saw, I saw the person, I saw her, and um, yeah. we became fast friends really quick. That's beautiful. Listen, you guys have such a beautiful story. Jeff, I wanna lean into you a little bit, because you kind of already hit on it, and Bernadette also, you know, like, Bern, you're in a wheelchair, and you didn't have any preconceived notions of who that person was gonna be and we're talking about love today, you guys. And one of the things that we really wanna hit on is what does love look like? What does love do? How can we live out, for example, 1 Corinthians 13 where it talks about, you know, like if we don't love, we gain nothing, we are nothing. And you guys have such a beautiful example of what love looks like in like a practical sense, like what it means to love sacrificially also. So Jeff, how has that looked like for you in your marriage? Yeah, that's, that's so good. Um, it, it looks like Jesus, it looks like God. I mean, the, at, at that time, like when I met Bernadette, um, you know, I gave myself, you know, fully devoted to, to the Lord. And, and I, you know, you think about God um, gave his son, right? And Jesus sacrificed, went all the way to the cross for us, for all of us, right? It's all about love. So at that time, I was like really on fire for God. And, I wanted Bernadette above all things. Um, she wasn't. She didn't know the Lord. She didn't have a relationship with the Lord at the time. Um, but I was like drawn to her, and I wanted her to know that love as well. So that was like my number one purpose um, was for her to to know to know that that kind of love. You right? know, I didn't know that about your marriage. You yeah. didn't know yeah, the Lord. Yeah, I didn't know the Lord when we met. Um, he didn't marry me until I. You came to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That was his Please, whole Please continue on. I was like, <laughs> wow, like, I'm learning something new today. Yeah, it was, it was really funny because back in those days, I'm going to date ourselves right now. Um, Amy Grant was 
big, right? And the, wow. I had a cassette tape of Amy Grant. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave it to, to Bernadette to listen to. And there was a song on there that says, Everywhere I go, I see your face. And it's talking about, really it's talking about Jesus, right? Yeah. So I said, Bernadette, you got to hear this song. You know, I wanted to know the love of Christ. I thought you know? he was talking about my face. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, he loves me. You're like, I got him. I was like, this is happening. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's not what he was thinking. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah but yeah. God, God was drawing our hearts together, and um, she became my tutor. It was a math class because I'm terrible at math. Me um, too, me too. Yeah, so God was orchestrating everything. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, we were meeting on campus and stuff, but that wasn't good enough for you, right? No, because yeah. that's not a date. So. <laughs> so I asked him, I asked him out, and he blackmailed me and said he would go out with me and my friends because my parents wanted me to be chaperoned. But he said he would go if I would come to church mm-hmm. with him. And I remember thinking, wow, this guy, this is some kind of blackmail. But I thought, you know what? For this man, I'm going to church. Mm -hmm. And I went. And it was that day, that was on my 20th birthday, that I found out what real love is. We were young adults once. Yeah, Yeah, I was 20 years (laughs) old. And I, I realized that, you know, how much God loved me despite all the pain I had been through in my life, despite the struggles of my disability, how much God loved me and had a purpose for me. And he didn't want me to live not knowing that purpose and not having a reason to wake up every day. And he went to the cross so that I could be with him forever. And um, that day I gave my life to Jesus, that very day. That's amazing. Bern, can you talk a little bit then about how that experience, that encounter has then shaped your life? I mean, you get to work here, full-time ministry, serving and loving on the women of this church, and you've had an incredible journey since then. How, How did that change the trajectory of your life, learning what real love is? Well, you know, I grew up feeling like I was a mistake. When you see your parent crying because the doctor told them that you have a fatal disease, you're five years old, you feel like, oh, are they crying because they made a mistake in having me? Is it my, you know, you, I grew up my whole life feeling like I'm a mistake, something is, is wrong. And then to hear that God is an intentional God he made me on purpose. And it's okay with him that this is me. Yeah. Totally okay. It catapults your life to a next level. Mm-hmm. Because you you then start saying to yourself, wow, God has possibilities for me. Mm-hmm. Um, here I was, you know, the day I got uh, saved is the day that Jeff um, had given me my first Bible. He had given me a little... Friendship ring with a heart. The ring fell off my finger because (laughs) it was too big. So he went to get it resized. Six days later, Valentine's Day, our second official date. Wow. Jeff gives me the ring back, and now it has a diamond. And he asked me if I would marry him. And 
it was, and I, I was like, but Jeff, this is, I have a fatal disease. Jeff, it, I'm going to get weaker and weaker. More and more will be required of you. And all he said is that if I could just spend a day with you, it's worth more than my whole life without you. And he says, marry me. So I, my life was like upside down, completely different that I was going. I never dreamed that I would be on my own away from my parents. The only love I knew of a man was my father. Mm -hmm. I knew, and he sacrificed a lot, but I knew nothing else. And so here now I was uh, marrying Jeff, you know, having our own uh, place, just life, doing life. Yeah. And, and the fact that God allows me to love others and serve others and help others and encourage others, to me, that's um, everything. That's incredible. Jeff, back to you. Once you got to that point, like in your marriage, and obviously, you know, you were the first one in this relationship to know what real love was. You know, by the grace of God, you were able to help lead Bernadette to Jesus. But how has that looked like practically in the day-to-day, -day, like knowing what love is, but then living love out? How has that looked like for you? Wow. You know, you say that, like, I don't want to sound like, like it's like it's easy because we have our challenges. For sure. Of course, yeah. right? But like I think it's been the greatest adventure and the greatest experience of my life because I was open to God and and to who he would bring into my life. So he's used Bernadette like every day in my life to help me. I always say this. I always say, you know, um, God sent Jesus to save me. He saved me, but he put Bernadette in my life to complete that, kind of complete that mission. Yeah. Because um, when, you, when you marry the right person, when you wait, and you wait on the Lord, um, it doesn't matter if she's in a wheelchair or not because the, the love that she's um, ministered to me and shown me every day in my, in my life has made me grow into, um, I may have known Christ for, first, but she surely has, you know, um, I think surpassed me in her, no, her love. I don't know, but um, it's every day it has, you know, um, you know, having this experience, and it, and it is a sacrifice. Yeah. You know, um, not you know everybody goes out and looks for somebody that they're going to have to take care of the rest of their life. Yeah. But I I wouldn't change it um, for anything because it's grown me so much as as a person. And um, love is sacrifice. You know, God sacrificed for us, and I, I'll, I'll sacrifice to, to, for this woman to my dying breath because, um, you know, I, I love her that much, you know, um, and that's that love is sacrifice. So I feel like I'm, I'm the richest guy in the world because I've gotten to live that out every day of, day of my life. We talked a little bit about what that looks like in your marriage, but we know love is something that it, like, encompasses beyond marriage, right? It's something that affects all of our relationships, whether that's with our friends, our family, or our neighbors, right? Like the word calls us to love our neighbors. So, Bern, maybe you can speak to this a little bit in your ministry, in your life, and everything that you've experienced. How has love shaped the way that you lead, the way that you serve, every area of your life? How has that looked like for you? Well, I love what Jeff says love is sacrifice because. It really is. Um, 
You have to open your heart, your life to others, or life's going to be really lonely and miserable to be, you know, love is not selfish. Love is generous love. We, like, and to put it where we can all understand it, it's like you're watching your favorite Netflix and your a friend calls, someone from your small group calls. What do you, do you ignore? Do you pick up? Love picks up sometimes. You know, love will get up on a Saturday. You're hanging out. You're in your pajamas. Love will get up and get out because a friend needs you. So um, love is sacrifice, and uh, I, I believe that some of the greatest joys of my life have come because I'm willing to put myself out there for someone else. So as we're continuing to talk about this, you know, we have our young adults listening, and we want to leave them with something, right? If there is something that you could give the young adults to really encourage them to maybe the young adult who doesn't know how to act out on their love. Like, Lord, you've called me to love people, but how do I do that? How can I get to a place where love is what motivates me, my love for you and my love for your people, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all God's children and he wants us to love them the way that he loves them. So what could you give to them to encourage them to sort of help guide them in the right direction? Well, one thing I can say is that I know I talk to a lot of um, young adult girls and they're always uh, asking me, like, how can I find love? Or how, you know, how can I have that? And how will I find my Mr. Jeff? Or what, however. Here's the thing to remember that Jeff didn't, like, open the door for me to get my attention. He opened the door for me to serve me, to, to that kind of love. He wasn't there like, oh, you know, that that's never the, the, the way to do it. So we need to just serve God and serve people, knowing that God, he has already in mind whoever or, or and he will bring that to fruition. We don't need to do that for ourselves. I certainly didn't do it for myself. Um, God did that. And I always tell people that if God can do it for this girl, uh, he will. But your heart has to be proper in the right place, aligned with him. And we must be um, submitting our hearts to him, serving him first, loving him first, serving others out of our love for him. And all things will be added unto us. It's not something we seek for ourselves or accomplish. You don't accomplish love like that. That's good. Jeff, do you want to add on anything to that? Yeah, I would just like to to challenge, like, on the lines of Bernadette is saying is, is to, um, yeah, put God first, because that's what I did in my life totally changed. When I totally gave uh, myself to the Lord, everything changed for me. And you you just see it happening. And, and, and it's that way in life. When we... When we blow it, when we mess up, hey, just go to God and ask Him for forgiveness, and you'll, you'll things see change, uh, things change right away. And that's in your relationships, but also in 
um, like what Bernadette was saying, just go out there and um, serve God, you know, be a part of this awesome church. This is one of the most amazing churches. Um, we've been here, we we'll date ourselves again, 28 years, <laughs> and the love here hasn't changed. It's here. And by, by being involved, um, by um, giving and being involved in young adults and, and the mission, be a blessing, and getting outside of your comfort zone, God might put that guy or that girl, you know, right next to you serving, but you don't have to focus on that. You just focus on God and the rest is, is going to come. That's awesome. And one of the things I, I think I would add to that is, you know, like in our imperfected humanity, we're not perfect people, we're sinful people. It really takes like the Lord, right? Like, Lord, you have to give me your eyes to see mm -hmm. because otherwise loving people is going to be impossible significant other or not, right? Yeah. So, you know, young adults, I would encourage you, like, just be praying, like, Lord, give me your eyes to see your people in order to love them the way that you love them. So I'm, I'm super happy that we got to sit down and have this conversation. You guys are such a joy and your blessing has been, your blessing, your marriage has been such a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing, it's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> your marriage has been such a blessing to Thank me, you. getting to see how it's all like played out and getting to be mentored by Byrne. It's, it's been such a blessing. And now the young adults, they get to hear a little bit about your story. Um, but anyways, you guys, I hope that this was something that edified you, that was a blessing for you. If you enjoyed this conversation, again, don't forget to share this with your friend, your boo thing, whatever, but share it with someone, right? Like that is a good step in the right direction when yes, it comes to yes. loving others. If you want to love on somebody, send them some good news, send them some good uh, content their way, right? And you That's can right. start by sharing this podcast and encouraging them to watch our next one. All right, you guys. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed this conversation and we'll catch you in the next one. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our Young Adult Podcast, Adultish. If you liked what you heard, please consider following us on social media, on Instagram. Our handle is at youngadults.cf and also follow our church at CF Miami. We're gonna be posting this incredible content once a month, so we'll see you next time.